How do you find these situations? <laughs> hey, welcome, Nathan Jennings, welcome to the podcast. Uh, today's topic is conflict. I swore I would never do this. <laughs> I will say this. We warm up in a very real, raw, personal way because Why not? we're I friends. To it. it doesn't take horribly long when I get time codes. Mm-hmm. This past time was we messed up, mm-hmm. and that's all I knew. Mm-hmm. So I had to go through, right. and that was Several when I sent times. the text of, you guys were a dog... <laughs> I can't remember what I wrote. It's basically dog chasing a squirrel. But you guys got off a couple times just in little tangents that just got cut out. And I would say maybe one to two a year, would you say, have like crazy edits? It's usually in the beginning. Yeah. Or the mulligan. Yeah. If you have one. I don't think you had one last season, did you? Mm-hmm. Today could yeah, be knock it. on wood. Uh, today could be it. Sorry. I, I failed you. <laughs> so not we'll prepared. let you know in 30 minutes. This is, might not be relevant because we're like, you know, six or seven episodes into the season. <laughs> but our first one just aired uh, last week, and I got a few text messages. Yeah. And and they said to tell you all. It was really funny because it was like, uh, hey, Joey, I listened to the first two. Can you please thank Jeff and Lori for us? Aww. And I was like, are, is, is thanking me implied in that, or are you just thanking Jeff and Lori I think you for can their just content? take it however you I want, probably. I think it's all three of us. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're a team. Uh, I, thought that was pretty I, I think it's odd my mom texted you to tell me. That <laughs> this, 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 <laughs> are you guys on speaking terms right now? <laughs> no. um, yeah, so anyway, uh, that's pretty cool. So hopefully you guys are enjoying the season and uh, going from there. This is really interesting because we bring up topics. You know, you bring up a topic like the Bible or you bring up topic, I mean, um, what else have we talked about? Identity. Mm-hmm. Um, marriage. Yeah, marriage. Like. Sometimes those conversations, you can speak at it from more of an academic standpoint or an experience that's from the past. Mm -hmm. And so it feels a little less raw. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting because for those of us who are listening, you you know, you're actually going to listen to today, uh, today's episode, while all three of us find ourselves (laughs) in a... Not not with each other, <laughs> conflict with each other. Oh, I was hoping you were going to leave them, leave them hanging <laughs> leave a little bit. Yeah. Uh, today is about conflict and, and what we wish we knew, the things we wish we knew about conflict. And it's all fresh for us right now. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and so it might be a really short episode because we can't speak from a place of authority maybe. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think when you're going through something and you're having to live it, you yeah. know, they say like, you, you know that you understand something when you can teach others. Mm-hmm. We're living it out at the moment. So maybe mm-hmm. there'll be things that we wouldn't have thought of mm-hmm. if, yeah. Yeah. you know, if we weren't walking through some conflict. Yeah, with, sure. Not yeah. again, not with each other that I know of, right? Like, are y'all about to out me here? That's <laughs> what be, this really is about. This whole thing has when been a ruse. Comes on, something we, can... we want to talk to you about. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, also, too, you, know, you always wonder. There's always conflict. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're never conflict Less, unless mm-hmm. you're conflict avoidant, I think. Uh, but the fact that we are talking about it is probably even more mm-hmm. apparent to us. It's like, oh, yeah. do I have the energy to yeah. talk? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just kind of that, that and sort I, of thing. And, and, you know, I guess that's part of what we'll talk about today. But conflict is weighty. I mean, I would say marriage is weighty. Types Identity of, is weighty, for sure, yeah. right? But, like, you know, conflict does come with... Um, some some uh, it's a physical toll a mental toll mm-hmm. emotional toll spiritual toll i mean it's like it takes yeah. a toll on mm-hmm. on a person yeah. I, I think um, i can't i don't compartmentalize conflict very well mm. 
It like it's like what you were saying. It, yeah, it bleeds yeah. over into all of those areas. Yeah. yeah. So I can't use you know. I can't always use, you know, the spiritual and physical to prop up the emotional, <laughs> it, like you can totally. in other ways where you can, totally. it just bleeds over for me. I don't know if that's a female thing. Is no, that? Well, unless I'm just like a female. Um, <laughs> don't, don't make us answer. any conflict by commenting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I texted Stephanie today and I just told her I'm tired and she knew exactly what I meant. Right. And, uh, you know, it's not the physical kind of tired. Yeah. It's the other other kind of Which you don't get that way very often. No, but what I and I you you've commented over the years, you can tell when I get that, mm-hmm. you know. Oh sure. Uh, but it's like it's a couple times a year. If you know somebody long enough, you can kinda Yeah. <laughs> yeah and for the good of both people in the relationship, you can kind of anticipate, oh, mm-hmm. I bet we're about to mm-hmm. dot 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 kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Anyway, well let's dive in. Mm-hmm. Um because it's now the first question we ask in our cadence has been what we used to think about the topic when we were younger in our faith. I don't know. Sorry. I'm laughing because... because you I, just have like your life flash before <laughs> your eyes as you're well, saying it kind of thing? Well, here's what I realized <laughs> is the things I used to think, <laughs> it's like old habits that die hard. Like, I still think them. <laughs> I just... I guess just I'm more... I just handle it better, yeah. I guess, now. <laughs> right? Yeah. So okay. Like, so Tell like, us. Start okay, us off, yeah. Joey. Because <laughs> for me, you know... Uh, here are the things I wrote down. Conflict's a waste of time. <laughs> I'm always right. <laughs> That's why it's a waste of time. Zero point talking about this if you're already right. What are we arguing about? Right? I'm always right. And then I can always spin something to be right. And then lastly, other people are stupid. <laughs> That's what wow. you used to think? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or, no, what he's saying is he still thinks he still that. Thinks he's just found better okay, ways okay, to okay. handle it. I thought I missed the subtext in there. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Nope. Okay. So sorry for <laughs> giggling my way through no. that. I just think it's so funny because as I'm preparing this episode, I'm like, self reflection is a powerful tool, yes. yeah. <laughs> I can't honestly say that I used to think those sure. things, and I've somehow matured past those things. Right. Yeah. Because they are part of the flesh. They are part mm-hmm. of things where if we're not careful, we can we can still uh, think that way about, about conflict. So yeah. what about you? You guys. I think for me, it's kind of two things. One is how I used to handle it, and one it was my perception. So the way I used to handle it, I was just run towards it. Like if right. I saw the potential for conflict, let's just get it on. Mm-hmm. Let's just get it over with. Mm-hmm. You know, let's not beat around the bush. I really learned uh, when I got married that. Uh, kind of the second part of that is not everyone wants to handle conflict the same way. We're sorry, Carol Ann. You, you know what I'm saying? So I honestly learned that from her mm-hmm. and then really think about even the families we came from and watching over time how they handle conflicts. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we, mm-hmm. we learned that. We mm-hmm. didn't come in with a blank page or an unwritten script. Like we kind of had mm-hmm. our ways of doing things. So, I mean, almost kind of gets back to the marriage bucket a little bit of, I mean, that's where I really learned that, you know, always running towards it is not necessarily good. Like, Every battle doesn't even need to be fought. Like, mm-hmm. well, everything's not even a battle. Right. You know, uh, just even having that that uh, framework in my mind. But yeah, but then knowing when I step into it, the other person may not handle it the same way I do. That doesn't mean they're wrong. It just means it's different. And right. I may have to adjust my approach a little bit. Right. So that's, yeah. That's that's the wise the wise answer. Yeah. <laughs> Which yours? Joey, Joey giggled his way oh, through yeah. his. <laughs> Jeff I, gave us the wise answer. I gave the very real, honest yeah. Yeah. yeah, I my my real honest is a little bit of a blend. Mm-hmm. I think some conflict is extremely necessary, so mm-hmm. I don't think it's all stupid. Mm-hmm. The um, pa- in the past, when you're talking about, because the question is, what yeah, you used no, to think. I don't oh, okay. know that I've changed that much. Oh, okay, that's what you're saying. Yeah. I think mine's pretty similar. Is that I have always thought some conflict is necessary. Mm-hmm. Like you don't move forward 
sometimes without confronting difficult issues. I mean, if we're going to define conflict as having to deal with difficult issues, mm-hmm. then I've always thought that progress with always, yeah, with another person, mm-hmm. that progress comes from that. Right. Yeah. But I. I don't enjoy it, hmm. but I enjoy what I know the outcome of it is, mm-hmm. and so I don't run away from it. But I'm certainly not going to run towards it. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, yeah. I just remember when I said, like, I think conflict was a waste of time, and you're saying you've always known that the the fruit of it eventually working through it was better. Mm-hmm. Is I guess it just depends on you. You maybe uh, long ago saw it model in a way where there was fruit. And, you know, I I, um, I would say my family handled it okay. I'm, this is not like about my family, but in general, in life, when I was younger, um, I only uh, saw the uh, bickering and then um, uh, bridges being burned. Mm-hmm. So I never saw the positive side. I, I saw relationships hurt and relationships never being restored. See, I feel like I saw the other side, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which was pretend it's not there. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you can see. So yeah. if you pretend it's not there, then mm-hmm. then my perception is things don't get solved because yeah. Yeah. we just stay walking on eggshells. Totally, yeah. everything's passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. If yeah. you think about it, though, every I mean, even the way I mean, our, our next bucket here is about culture. It kind of gets over into this. I was thinking back, like every TV show. Like if, it, if it's not like a murder mystery or something like that, it, especially if it's like a sitcom, it centers around conflict. The mm-hmm. entire sitcom, mm-hmm. every Seinfeld episode was about conflict. Yeah, right. Right. It yeah. was about nothing, but that nothing was conflict. Yeah. yeah. Every <laughs> time. Every Friends episode was about mm-hmm. conflict. Every mm-hmm. Bob Newhart, I mean, you can go back. That's always been, there's something funny. Mm. Right. Or there's something about conflict that can actually be, yeah, the uncomfortability is, is funny. Giggle. And I think it's, everybody can relate to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's why it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah. So what are some of those themes or things that we've seen in our culture or even just where people in general get tripped up when it comes to conflict? Like what are what are some maybe some fallacies we I, believe? I think are? the three of us just totally nailed yeah. that without yeah. nailing yeah. it. Like people think it's stupid. Yeah, uh-huh. sure. People run towards it yeah. or, you know. Yeah. People don't know how yeah. to do it well. Now, yeah, to it's clarify, a lack of tools. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I would say a couple, a couple of thoughts that I have about where we get tripped up on this, other than what we've already brought up, is I think um, we've talked about this before in years past, but the lack of margin in people's lives, hmm. I think that we don't allow time for difficult things. Mm-hmm. Or there's so much, quote unquote, difficult things in our lives that to handle conflict with another individual feels... Uh, so daunting mm-hmm. that they they bypass it, they mm-hmm. delay it, they don't want to deal with it. You know, like I have a situation in my life right now where I've got a guy who who um, there's conflict and and um, he doesn't want to deal with it. You know, mm-hmm. and I you know we're going to get into this later, but I want to pursue it. I want to pursue it, and I just think that you know um, we would have to make time for that, and we right. would have to both consider if we had enough mm-hmm. time for that. So margin. Um, and so the other thing is person, I mean, we talked about this too, like our background, we carry background baggage uh, into um, the way we th- see things. So I always saw burn bridges. Mm-hmm. Uh, you always saw conflict avoidance. And mm-hmm. so we bring that into, you mentioned you and Caroline mm-hmm. in your marriage with personalities. Mm-hmm. There's conflict avoiders, yeah. there's peacemakers, there's ag- aggressors. Mm-hmm. Um, there's roles in the relationship. Oh so it's, so yeah, it, is, it is. So I think what you have heard so far, uh, folks, is that we understand the nuances yeah. and that it is difficult. Like yeah. we, we are laying it before you that we understand this is yeah. a difficult time. Every, um, um, what's the word? The thing for felt, not 
you know, you can't touch that. Intangible. Yeah. Abstract. There you go. Every intangible about the yeah. individual and the two yeah. individuals' relationship yeah. is brought to the surface mm-hmm. in conflict. Yeah. Like, and magnified. And magnified, yeah. yeah. Because at some point, you're walking away from that with something having been decided. Even if it's mm-hmm. just, you know what, I'm done with this. That's still mm-hmm. a decision that carries yeah. a consequence with it. And so, yeah, and so I think a lot. what that leads to is where is the line where addressing something that could potentially be a conflict, when is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Pro- that's tough mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Proverbs 19.11, you know, it's uh, how to say a person's wisdom yields patience is to one's glory to overlook an offense. You know, right. we, it, there's there's wisdom involved in knowing what you can just agree to disagree about, mm-hmm. you know, but it's also wise to know when this is something that is is worth the effort. Like yeah. I, I need to clear space for this. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. are also big decisions. Those are huge decisions. Yeah, that's good. Um, one of the things I hear a lot before we move to the next bucket is everyone feels like they're the exception on why <laughs> they shouldn't handle conflict the way the Bible says to handle conflict. Like my situation's different. I'm sure that Matthew didn't quite under, or Jesus and Matthew didn't quite understand my situation, you know, when they wrote Matthew 18 because mine's more nuanced or mine's more whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, ten times out of ten, um, I can say this positively or negatively. Ten times out of ten, when they didn't handle it the way the Bible says to handle it, mm-hmm. it goes sour. Mm-hmm. And then ten times out of ten, when they do handle it the way by, it, it goes well. And even if that doesn't mean rest, absolute restored relationship to the way things you were before, yeah. It still is far better than so. Yeah, than I'd, the alternative. I'd, I'd say that's really optimistic. I, if if it was if it was five out of ten when mm-hmm. it goes well, if you follow mm-hmm. the Matthew eighteen example, for instance, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be surprised. In my mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean more people that other people don't have a higher average. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of people just don't deal well with being confronted. Yeah, right. You know, but again, we're we're not responsible for their. That's right. We talked about this before. Not responsible mm-hmm. for how they respond. We are responsible for our faithfulness to right. what Scripture tells us yeah. to do, and then doing it well. Yeah, totally. But is the conflict the way we're talking about it today? Is it, would it be helpful to frame the type of conflict? Because there is that. Okay, you you've done something. I've got to confront you about it. Mm-hmm. Or there's a thing of neither one of us has really done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. We're both just doing, mm-hmm. and it's coming to a head. And we've got to decide yeah. what our path forward is when nobody's really necessarily wrong. It's just yeah. not working. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I, I think That's as good. we talk about it, it's the it's like not even a thirty thousand foot view; it's a mm. hundred thousand foot view. Okay, because I think people will contextualize okay. our conversation with their situation. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and I think even thus far, as we brought up our generalities about mm-hmm. the, what we think or what we have thought, yeah. um, I think it's all in generalities. And I think I think as we come up with examples or scenarios or even just what um, you know our evolution mm-hmm. in conflict and what the Bible says, I think it'll come into so. So then, the listener thinks we're not really getting very specific. They're right. <laughs> they yeah, I mean, you can say that about for all of our conversations. Very, I mean, yeah. marriage, identity. You know, we we got to contextualize this it for yeah, yourself. This yeah. is not That's something good. that we can, good reminder. Yeah. Um, so the next thing is how did how so it sounds like Lori, you were mature and you always understood what conflict was Absolutely about. Absolutely not. Uh, you're just a little more measured by nature. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I I think that I have been put through some conflict. Yeah. In, in some pretty formative ways. Mm. And so thankfully I've been able to see the fruit of that. You know, God's been good to let me look back and go, oh gosh, mm. that pain wasn't wasted. Mm. Um, and that gives me faith mm-hmm. and hope that <laughs> when it's handled correctly, you know, I, I have told this story before. Um, the first time I ever had a major life-changing conflict that was relational. Mm. Um, 
I didn't, it was so painful and so potentially life-changing that I had to rely on handling it the way scripture said, because mm. I didn't know what else to do. I mean, I literally was like, I, this hurts so bad. I, I have mm-hmm. no choice mm-hmm. but to fall on my knees and mm-hmm. take instruction from the word. Mm-hmm. And it was painful, like I said, and it, it did alter my life. Mm-hmm. Um, we literally moved. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was life altering. Wow. Um, but also the Holy Spirit gave me the ability to do it the way the Bible said to do it. And it turned out so beautifully mm-hmm. that had it not happened, I mean, God still would, things would still be, you know, redemptive and all of those kinds of mm-hmm. things, but it was such a good lesson. Like, yeah. wow, if yeah. you just do what the Bible says, it's not easier to your <laughs> yeah. point, Jeff, it's not easier, but it, it works out. Yeah. I think for me, my understanding of conflict and, and, um, how to deal with it more in a healthy way came from uh, the the bucket I put in is quality of life. I can handle it the way I think best. I can continue thinking conflict is a waste of time or I'm always right, the other person's always wrong and other people are stupid. I can continue thinking that way. <laughs> but the quality of life, like, it, 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 it's like um, it wasn't satisfying. Like, like mm. I, there was never, I had all these open cases, mm. you know, so mm-hmm. to speak, huh. uh, with people in my life. And so it was just like, you know what? Like, I, I think I need to close these cases. And the, and the only way to close these cases, or else it's just is, is, is this perpetual kind of unrest that you have with people. And like I said before, um, you know, when you go with your unhealthy habits um, and they don't work um, and you continue to play by those rules, no one's happy. You know, you're not happy. Other people aren't happy. You burn bridges. Uh, you think everyone else is the problem, um, and then you get known as that guy. And that would be like sort of a sort of a thing for for me that I would ask people as well is if we asked your closest friends, your spouse, your coworkers, how would they describe you mm-hmm. when it comes to conflict? And that's mm-hmm. a great kind of mirror to hold up, or you know, kind of measuring rod uh, for you to think about, would people consider you emotionally healthy or unhealthy? Would they consider you a dictator or passive aggressive Mm -hmm. or, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. maybe someone who thinks redemptively or Mm -hmm. not redemptively? And Mm -hmm. that was helpful for me when I did a peer 360, you know, uh, and when people would would give me some feedback on that. Well, you, Jeff, what's, your, what's your, the actual question? Your evolution of understanding. Conflict. Oh, yeah. I mean, marriage, parenting, and ministry would be the three mm-hmm. main pieces because the way you handle conflict in each of those um, areas is going to be different because mm-hmm. of the nature of the relationship with my spouse. It's yeah. one way with one of my kids. It's obviously a different way, just the right. authority that I bring into that. Mm-hmm. In ministry, it's always been odd because there is that position of authority. Yeah. This delegated authority, like they've given me the authority, mm-hmm. they weren't born into it, mm-hmm. you know, so they can walk away from that authority anytime they mm-hmm. want to right. kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I don't know. So it's peer with provisions almost in, yeah. mm-hmm. in, in a ministry context, but uh, yeah, watching other people. I think that's where ministry is helpful or has been helpful for me because in marriage, it's usually just two of you working it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? But in ministry, there usually is an audience mm-hmm. S- somehow. Either you're getting to watch somebody else deal with it or you know others are watching mm-hmm. you. So it kind of mm-hmm. keeps you a little more um, 
maybe alert to your reaction. Yeah. I, I bet on average, and people who have known me long enough would go, oh, you're giving yourself way too much credit. <laughs> but you don't know how I was at home back in the day. Uh, I, I probably bet a higher average in ministry because of that yeah. awareness of being watched. Yeah. Whereas at home, you let your guard down. It's kind of like the whole thing. You tend to hurt the people you love the most. Mm-hmm. Well, because no one's watching when you're home by yourself. You know right. what I mean? Just right. th- those types of things. But I think that's where just over time, if there's been progress, which I hope there has been. Yeah. Someone did a 360 on me today versus 10 years ago gotten better on average, yeah. not batting a thousand, but better on average yeah. dealing with things, yeah. at least being willing to listen to the other person. Thing. Yeah. I, I see your resource over over there about mm-hmm. the peacemaking stuff. I remember when we, we, did you go to that workshop? Were you working here when we went to I that? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Philip Williams, who are, who's our care pastor here, is big on those peacemaking uh Principles and practices, that sort of thing, and just one of you know, kind of one of the leading things in that is you know, can you acknowledge and identify what you've contributed to this conflict? Right. And I just remember that just being like, I've never even thought of that. Yep. I'm always just trying to establish what we're actually arguing about, right. mm-hmm. not what I've contributed to what we're arguing mm-hmm. about. You know, just so. Right. But again, well, I think just, I think having to learn that in those three areas, yeah, it's practical good. to think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's if you're going to pie chart the problems. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have a sliver of that pie chart. Mm. There's something that I have done that has caused, you know, part of the conflict, part of the rub, whatever you want to call it. And and I need to own it, even if it's just a small percentage of it. But I think that that comes from practice. Mm -hmm. And it's it's unfortunate that we have to practice conflict to do it well, Mm -hmm. because that means there's going to be some swings and misses. Mm Early on, I don't think anybody is perfect at conflict until you've done it, and then you're like, "Oh shoot, that didn't yeah. go I, the way I thought." Yeah, and and then even then, you're just more keenly aware of it. it's still not like you're perfect. You just have a better sense of why something didn't work out. Maybe <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I hope this lands. We'll see. Uh, I have tendonitis in in my arm, and I go to physical therapy, and they work on it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it hurts so good. <laughs> you know, like I'm like wincing in pain and, and and they're like, do you want me to stop? I'm like, no, please, please keep going. It just hurts so good. You know? <laughs> and, and so I, I think conflict resolution and humility is the same way. Uh, I think hum- humbling ourselves mm-hmm. and it's a constant act of humbling ourselves. It does hurt. But like you said earlier, Lori, about what you saw about conflict mm-hmm. was that there's eventual fruit. Like I think if you get a couple wins, so to speak, mm-hmm. that it does hurt, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Humility is tough. Lowering yourself. Uh, Jeff, the principle you just brought up about what are you contributing to the problem, that is mm-hmm. a process that is not fun. But, man, it's so much more fruitful and helpful in the long run when you're not just looking at the other person, mm-hmm. but you're looking at yourself well, as well. Can I point out that part of the part that hurts is you, if you're the person who has to do the confronting because of a conflict, it should hurt you too. Mm-hmm. There should mm-hmm. be, if you're the confronter, yeah. it, it should hurt. Mm-hmm. It should be like, I don't want to do this. It, yeah. it hurts me mm-hmm. to do this, but I love you and I'm going to risk it mm-hmm. because biblically we're supposed to. And because I believe that letting this, whatever it is, this situation, this behavior, this mindset, letting it go on mm-hmm. is more harmful to you than talking to you about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it should hurt. If it's going to bring me pleasure mm-hmm. to confront you about something, Jeff, mm-hmm. I'm not the person who should do the confronting. Sure. It should not bring me pleasure. It should... Mm-hmm. 
I should also be experiencing some pain along with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, see, I think I'm drawing a distinction, though, in my head. It gets back to my question a while ago, and this gets us below 100,000 feet, obviously. <laughs> but I think there is a difference, though, between confronting and conflict. Like, I, I think those are two different categories in, right? in my mind, uh, just because I think in a conflict, it's possible to have conflict with nobody actually being wrong. Okay. It's which of these two right options are we going to go forward with because yeah, we're, no, we're stalemated. On this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't. It didn't like when Caroline and I have an argument. It's because she's done something bad. Right. It's because she did something in the way I wouldn't have done it. Right. It wasn't wrong. Just the way I wouldn't Does, have done a it. A subset of sense? conflict is confrontation. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's like conflict is the bigger, broader yeah. bucket, and then a possibility under the conflict could be. Okay, that's good because yeah. the Bible does talk about confrontation mm-hmm. for sure. Like we yeah. can go yeah. to texts yeah. about yeah. that, right. but is right. the, is are there texts about conflict in general? Because to me, that's more like I just have to operate mm-hmm. out of the Holy Spirit when yeah. it's just conflict. Yeah, I think it's a wisdom issue. Yeah, it's for a wisdom sure. issue. Wisdom issue and and being discerning of the Holy Spirit. Um, I think. But there you go. That's our next bucket and our last bucket. Well, <laughs> our second to last bucket, which is what the Bible tells us about the topic and conflict. Um, yeah. If you learn, let, let me give this disclaimer, and it kind of is what we just talked about. If you learn anything from this podcast, it's that while there is biblical truth, uh, it isn't necessarily black and white blanket mm-hmm. f- and a play-by-play for every situation that you're mm-hmm. thinking about right now as you listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there are principles that we're going to share, um, but every situation is is nuanced. Yeah, because most of what uh, when Scripture deals with conflict, it usually is a result of sin. I mean, the, one of the uh, commentary things I found is like all conflict is a result of sin. Well, I don't agree with that unless you're just going to say that everything in life is a result of sin, right. just from a you know whatever. Because again, I mean, you can have two things that are equally fine. It's just what's causing conflict is a lack of understanding of what to execute, what's best, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Now, there are times when interpersonal conflict. I'm thinking about uh, Acts. Was it Acts? Where was it? I thought I, thought I wrote it down. Where uh, Paul and Barnabas, Barnabas mm-hmm. have to right. separate, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and honestly, it seemed like what they both wanted on the surface mm-hmm. wasn't. Be- I mean, one guy wanted to include this guy, Mark, who had deserted him once. Paul didn't want to. Right. Well, neither guy's really wrong in that right. they both have really good, valid reasons that aren't sinful for wanting to do their thing. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, and I think yeah. with the, that situation, just to follow it, is an opportunity for sin. Okay. So an yeah. opportunity for Go pride, uh-huh. an opportunity um, for um, those guys having some inner thoughts about the other one, sure. uh, uh, talking to their new companions mm-hmm. on their new journeys about how <laughs> big of a jerk, mm-hmm. you know, um, each other were, you know. Yeah. So and it so, might not be the result of sin, but it could result yeah, in sin and not handled so. well. Yeah, I think I like so. That. That's good. And I think that's where we have to be kind of cautious in all of it because when there, because conflict, I would be interested to learn like, is etymology the right way to kind of say that? I don't know. I don't know what you're going to say yet. Etymology <laughs> that is means a word. Like the yes. history of a word. The history of but a word. The history yeah, of, of what conflict really means because I think when there's friction, there's there could be two innocent opposing views, but what happens is it creates friction. Okay. And that's mm-hmm. where I think the literally the phrase, the rub, mm-hmm. where the rub is. Hmm. Um, and so that's what I think we have to be mindful mm-hmm. of. And so a couple of scriptures I had, uh, one, obviously, I say obviously, but I don't want to say we're not. No, no. Everybody <laughs> knows this, Joey. James chapter four, um, James chapter four, verses one and two. What causes quarrels and what causes fights mm-hmm. among you is uh, not this, that your passions are at war within you. You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. 
you do not have because you do not ask. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, we say this a lot, but man, it really does start with us when you have something against somebody else. And even if it's to Jeff, to your point, if it's a, a, a creative idea, if mm. it's just too, it's, it's an innocent topic. It's yeah. not that someone wrongs somebody else. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, um, but if you, if stuff wells up inside of you, right. it's not about the other person, even though the other person might mm. not act the way you want them to act, think right. the way you want them to think, mm-hmm. um, still something going on with you. Yeah. Right. So good. Um, that's one I had. Obviously, another, I, I gotta stop saying obviously. Ephesians, <laughs> Ephesians 4, 26, you know, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. And then verse 31 and 32, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. I think in conflict, one of the things that I get from that verse, two things, one, don't let bitterness take root in your heart. But number two, none of us have any right to stay, uh, to, to allow unforgiveness to reign forever in conflict with somebody mm-hmm. um, because it says here as God in Christ has forgiven you which is huge yeah I think Romans 12 um, kind of my go-to for this Romans 12 18 if possible so far as it depends on you live peacefully with all mm-hmm. yeah you know like that's our responsibility it kind of gets back to that if if you can overlook an offense mm-hmm. do it yeah you know because there, there are battles to fight but every everything doesn't have to be a battle right and, and, and then every battle doesn't have to be fought is this a mm-hmm. big enough thing mm-hmm. That I actually need to deal with it. You know, one thing that's funny as I was looking through this, I just noticed it. Uh, the Holman Illustrated Bible Dictionary. You know what word comes after conflict? Congregation. Mm, <laughs> well, interesting. It, yeah. yeah. C O N means sure. with. But yeah, but means it is together. A, interesting it's just funny. It's like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this happens in a family. That's, that's sure. because yeah, yeah. where there are many words, there is sin. <laughs> that is also an important proverb. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I think about. Wait, wait, can I guess? Yeah. Colossians. It is. It is Colossians. When when are we going to talk through Colossians? I'm going to need the people who listen to vote in and just say that they would like for us to go through the book of Colossians. But I do love Colossians 3 because it's there's some really good visual reminders, I feel like, in Colossians 3. Hmm. Um, One and two sets us up to understand that we're new beings because of Jesus. Um, and it's just a really good kind of wrap-up of the story of Scripture. But then Colossians 3 gets us to a place where um, it says, you know, if then you have been raised up in Christ, mm. keep seeking the things above, mm-hmm. right? So it's saying you've got to, got to keep your gaze, yeah. you've got right. to keep your gaze up. Right. And then it gets even more visual um, in verse 12, and it says, and so as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, clothe yourself with a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And I think sometimes we get sideways in conflict because we're not actively clothing ourselves. We're not actively putting on the qualities of humility and of kindness and compassion. Um, And that's what's going to happen is Mm -hmm. if if we are not spiritually clothed, things aren't going to go right. Yeah, and I think we... we (sighs) This has been a theme lately for me, and it might be redundant or cliche for others, but we, <laughs> we're we not like who we are in our relationships with the side of Jesus. Like who we are is we're Christ followers. And uh, talking about clothing yourselves, like when you wake up in the morning and you're literally clothing yourself, that you are doing so and you're thinking about love and, and mm-hmm. the, the po- all the positives that they he lists in that mm-hmm. passage. Compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. That's right, yeah. All those things, if you can imagine putting those on and resting it in your heart, you can really, truly, by the power of the Holy Spirit, 
um, face <laughs> the people that might be difficult, uh, face those situations where there's disagreements in a way uh, with a little bit, a lot more, a lot more grace. Yeah. And the next sure. verse says, bearing with one another. Good. Yeah. And forgiving each other, whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also yeah. should you. But I love that the the clothed verses mm-hmm. come before that because yeah. I, I truly cannot do that yeah. in my flesh. That happened to me Monday morning. Mm-hmm. I, I got here. I knew I had a million things to do. Mm-hmm. And I had a situation where it was uh, someone had said something like, well, you know, so-and-so said you were didn't follow mm-hmm. up with them. And I had. Mm-hmm. And in my flesh, I was <laughs> mad, right? Yeah, like, totally. how dare that person? That's right. Yeah. And there's no way I had gotten up Monday morning and clothed myself in those things. I had gotten up on a Monday morning and thought, I got to get my week going. You know what I don't have time for? Kindness, gentleness, compassion. And Lori, you kind of were just bleeding right into that last bucket, which is, you know, what are the pastoral encouragements? And I think that's one of them is a recognition that um, I talked about margin earlier, Mm -hmm. you know, just rocking and rolling and I'll got mm-hmm. time for other things or, mm-hmm. well, how about making not even time enough for conflict, but time to get ready for any potential conflict that might come, mm-hmm. which I think is good. What what kind of pastoral encouragements do you want to give people as, as you think through this? Yeah. I mean, I've somewhat I've already said, overlook it when you can. Don't, don't be avoidant, but don't feel like you got to run at it either. Mm-hmm. Uh, consider the other person and the, and how they might want to deal with it. I think try to see it. Mm-hmm. From their point of view, like why is this thing that we're arguing about so important to the other yeah. person? I think is a is always when when I can do that, man. Just even if I don't know, there's something that does to my posture when I'm trying to think like them and not like me. Um, you do that really so well. Helpful. Sometimes you, you've said that in, to me a couple of times. In your presence, I apparently do it pretty well. <laughs> well, no, you've said to me like, where do you think if I'm having conflict uh, or whatever, you'll say, well, Lori, where do you think that comes from in them? Because those that can do, those that can't teach, Lori. That's, <laughs> we've talked about this. No, I mean, but I, that really is, and that's a way that I can tell honestly um, if if I'm ready to deal with whatever right. we're talking about is when I can stop and do those things. The problem comes when. If you're not doing those things, you don't stop long enough to realize you probably shouldn't be doing this anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where the community thing comes in. Hey, let's yeah. talk about this. Hey, Joey, can, can I get a couple of minutes? Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's the best plan yeah. plan yeah. of action with that? So that would be another thing is involve somebody with you, not in a gossipy way, totally. but in a counselor way, somebody that you trust uh, that can help you navigate the conflict and know totally. if this is something you even should do. And if you're going to do it, how should you do it? Yeah, yeah. Be the biggest that's good. One. Yeah. And he, I'll just double down on what you just said, Jeff. Just it has to be someone who has some spiritual maturity, mm-hmm. you know, that isn't going to just say, you know what? And just fuel your fire. Oh, man. Um, because... I love those guys. <laughs> They're so fun to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a couple things. Uh, be aware how you're coming across uh, to others. You know, I just think we need to be a little bit more self-aware. Um, <laughs> did you like how I said that? Um, are you laughing because I need to do that a little I, bit more? Dude, I'm just laughing at all of it. <laughs> all of it. This is so funny. I... I <laughs> I realize that I almost have to have a little bit of out of body experience to realize, okay, how am I coming across? What's my, what's my posture? What's my physical posture? You know, Jeff, you said before you can feel yourself leaning in mm-hmm. at times, so you're getting ramped up, right? Mm-hmm. It's like there's like a whole physical yeah. nature to. If to I can just in. keep leaning back in my chair, <laughs> the world's a better place yeah. <laughs> for everyone. That's good. <laughs> now you, you lean so far back. I don't know if the microphone picked that up, but <laughs> you know, um, no. But uh, one of the phrases I, that I I say a lot we say a lot, I think, but uh, don't try to be right. Um, just try to get it right. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is like, you, 
take a step back and don't feel like you, you have to be the person with all the answers, yeah. you know, but what is the situation and what is the best way moving forward uh, in that in that conversation, uh, in that conflict, in that situation? Mm-hmm. Um, I have here, um, you know, uh, oh, here, here, here's what my last thing that I'll say is this. Uh, pursue unity and a remedy for conflict as much as you possibly can individually. But there are times where the other person is not willing yeah, and I just feel like I've I've been I've been someone who has like said I, I've took it upon myself to say um, we have to settle this, mm-hmm. and I bombard that person and I wear that person out, and they're like, "Give me space!" Yeah. Right, and so I've had to learn to give people space mm-hmm. because in my tenacity of wanting to live at peace with everybody, there are times where other people aren't ready for that, mm-hmm. and appropriate boundaries are necessary. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you're in that situation right now where you feel like, well, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, you know, go to the Lord and you kind of have to let it go for a season, mm-hmm. right? Lori, you got anything? Yeah, I think two things just really quickly. First of all, we have been talking about conflict, I think, with family and believers, which is a little bit different than mm-hmm. conflict with the world. So yeah. I just want to be sure we make that distinction mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Um, when, when I'm having conflict with a non-believer, my first priority has to be to represent Jesus well, mm-hmm. period, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to make Jesus look good in <laughs> yeah. however it is that I'm handling either the disagreement or the confrontation that we're having. Right. Um, it, the, the second thing would be, what, no matter what, I think communication is key. Mm. Even, I think it's okay to say, hey, I'm, I'm feeling like there's a little conflict here, but I might be wrong. Right. Mm. So I, I'd like to talk about it, but if there's not anything there and it's just me perceiving things, mm-hmm. that's okay. I'm giving you freedom yeah. to to say, oh, I don't, I didn't perceive it that way. Because mm-hmm. a lot of time, perception comes from um, the way that we're perceiving something. The sure. perception comes from where we are, you know, seasonally in our life. That you know, all of those things build on each other. Yeah. And I've always appreciated it when someone has said to me, like, I'm feeling conflict in this situation. Do mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that that puts us on a level yeah, ground yeah. and it doesn't give the person yeah. um, a posture of feeling like they need to fight back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just, com- I think we don't communicate about it because we're scared. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think this piggyback is on what you just said, but, and also it might be redundant of what we talked about, but it's a picture. And the picture that I want to paint, and I, I might've said it before on the podcast is Steph and I were in an argument a couple of years ago. We were on opposite sides of the couch and I just remember sitting there and we were at odds and, uh, when we when we are in conflict, it takes days because sometimes we we get together. We you talk. Mean, we need you let the sun go down in your yeah, 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 right. exactly. I sure do. And, uh, you know. and so now we're intentional about it because yeah. you know we sit down, we talk. But what I realized at one point is we were on opposite sides of the couch, and I just said, "Hold on, time out. I'm going to come on your side of the couch, and I'm going to just listen, and I'm going to just see your um, uh, your side." Completely, fully, without even thinking about my own side. And then what we're going to do is I'm going to have you come on my side of the couch. (laughs) And it was so crazy how communication Mm -hmm. and how uh, part of communication is listening (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh, really and truly just being on each other's sides because we realized – I know I'm going to the marriage bucket, but really in conflict, like when you realize – um, the war is not against flesh and blood. That's right. right? Mm-hmm. And so we've got to understand it. Isn't that other person? How can we break down these walls and break down these barriers in order to be on the same side mm-hmm. for what we're trying uh, to solve? Yeah. 
We mentioned this before, uh, the Peacemaking Principles. Uh, Peacemaker.net is a great resource. I just went there today, and I checked, and they had great free videos that they offer to walk you through the steps of peacemaking. Um, uh, Peacemaker is a book by Ken Sandy. S-A-N-D-E. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I just threw this down here. Boundaries by Henry Cloud and John Townsend yeah. uh, is really good, good as well. And so I encourage both of those as uh, resources. So yep. uh, there we go. Conflict. Done. That's it. <laughs> it's so oh easy. <laughs> <laughs> done. <laughs>